And welcome back to the first ever Small Market Insecurities Roundtable. I'm your host, Phil Razor, sitting here with my co-host, Sky Ball. Sky, how are we doing today? What's good? What's good? What's good? We once again have our amazing, incredibly talented resident Stack Guy, Stack Guy Nate. How are we doing, man? Doing great. Living the dream. Got a brew. Ready to talk some football. Stack Guy Nate, Stack Guy Nate, Stack Guy Nate. And we are honored to be joined for our first ever guest on the podcast, the man loves the NFL. He wants to talk to quarterbacks. Ian Hicks. Ian, how are we doing, man? Good, good, good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you having me on today. Absolutely, man. I'm proud Pussy to have you. Pussy Lips himself. Woo! Yep, Mr. Pussy Lips. <laughs> so today for our first ever roundtable, we're going to be discussing NFL starting quarterbacks. We figured with the football season right around the corner, what better time to discuss probably the most important position in sports. I think we'd all agree with that. The quarterback leading the franchise. So only 32 jobs of these in the world, so we're going to talk about each one of them. We'll start off with number one, and guys, uh, we may not necessarily agree on this, but if you're giving me all of the intangibles, you're going on age, accomplishments, what they've done, I think Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, and he's definitely in the top quadrant. We're going to break this down into four quadrants. Quadrant one are guys that have been there and done that and we think are up there. Does anybody disagree uh, that Pat Mahomes is not the best quarterback in the NFL? I would love to disagree with that. Sure. Who do you think is the best quarterback in the NFL, Sky? Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Aaron Rodgers, give your case. He won a fucking MVP last season, okay. and Pat Mahomes did not. Well, Pat Mahomes is like 24, and he's already won an MVP and a Super Bowl. It doesn't matter, but like, look where he plays. Look at the team around him. I'd put Pat one. I'd, I'd, I'd disagree. I'd put Pat one. <clears throat> what about you, stat guy, Nate? I'm, I'm with the group here. All right, Casey. I'm the black sheep, I guess. Yep. Oh, Patty Mahomes, man. I mean, hey, you mark my words. Green Bay's winning a Super Bowl this year. Well, they, they are I'm on calling the, it right now. It's the last dance. Aaron Rodgers is about to walk around with his cock out. Yes, he is. He may. He very well may. I he think he well. will. I think he's going to say, here, Pat, hold these balls. In a pretty weak division, nonetheless. Yeah, but still, I mean, he's going to be on a fucking tear. And he's got a, he's got a chip on his shoulder this year. Yeah, he's with pissed all, at everybody. All the off-field off the issues through the offseason. He's pissed that Chad Henney got to play in that. Chad Henney's a bitch-made motherfucker. Don't even start me on him. 0-4 against Ohio State. So yes, I, I think we've pretty much established that, you know, Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers are definitely in that top quadrant. Obviously, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Tom Brady. He's still got it. He, he evades father time like no other quarterback we've ever seen. Eventually, he's going to have a year where, he could, you know, he'll probably go out like Peyton Manning just because he's going to keep playing. But I don't think that's going to be this year. Tom Brady is definitely up there. You can't deny seven Super Bowls. The man's a winner. That's what he does. He goes to Tampa, teams up with Bruce Arians, gets incredible weapons around him. Tom Brady's got to be up there, too. I fought the whole Tom Brady as the GOAT conversation for a long time, but then when he went down to Tampa and won that ring, I was like, all right, yeah, I mean, it wasn't just Bill Belichick in New England. Exactly, It, yeah. it was a good amount of it was, was Tom Brady, too, and I, I finally had that realization. I mean, he has a lot of great weapons down there in Tampa, too, so Tom's not going anywhere. They're both... back the craziest man in the NFL, Antonio Brown. Well, I, thought, I thought you were going to say Gronk. No, 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 I mean, like, bad crazy, like, out of his fucking mind, like, I, what, what, what the fuck did he do with the, the movie company? Fucking like tried to fight one of the guys or some shit like that. Probably. Yeah, I mean he's out of his fucking mind. Yeah, he kicked his girlfriend out. Fucking. Well, like so Gronk. Gronk's like a fun crazy. Gronk's like he's gonna crush a zillion fucking beers in one night and have a good time. Antonio Brown is like, I might fucking slash your tires and key your fucking car type shit. So he's the Taylor Swift of the NFL. Yeah, except threatening. True, Taylor Swift is pretty non-threatening. <laughs> Although she is five eleven, maybe she'd make a good receiver. Who knows? 
So she get broken in half. Exactly. We've got those three in two ways. <laughs> I was gonna say, in more ways than one. I think Russell Wilson's in this conversation. You have to put Russell Wilson up there in in the top twenty five percent of NFL quarterbacks. I don't think that's really a debate. He proves it year in and year out. His numbers every year are great. He's got a great system with Pete Carroll. He does a lot with a little at times. He has emerging receivers. He's had Tyler Lockett for a while. Tyler Lockett is a great you know great receiver in the NFL, but. I, I think, you know, Russell Wilson's up there. Does anybody have anything else other than, yeah, we think Russell's good? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said in a previous episode, like if you've got Russell playing at a decently high level, you can win pretty much any game. Mm-hmm. You, you know what Russell's going to give you every time he goes out there. I mean, mm-hmm. he rarely has off games. He, yeah. He's about as consistent as it gets right now mm-hmm. in the NFL. Yeah. I'm going to put him up there, and this is probably our first real big discussion we have. I think Josh Allen's in this mix. I'm telling you right now, I know that you chastised me last time for saying this, but I had Josh Allen in fantasy, and I'm telling you, that dude, the, the name's Ben, Ben Ballin, because yeah. that motherfucker was getting me about 30 points every game. Yeah. His fantasy numbers are incredible, but I think he's finally got that leadership intangible down, too. Well, he's done what year four. Yeah. yeah. And, and Bills fans, we've talked about it, they're much like Browns fans, which we have a lot of listeners that are big Browns fans. You know, that blue-collar, bring-your-lunch-pedal-work mentality plays well, and he's just a kid you know, went to Wyoming, and here he is. He fit that mold perfectly. He does, Big you know. Big fed hillbilly. Yeah, yeah. just how, it, how, how they like him. Yeah, that's, that's how they want him. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Stat Guy Nate coming at you with it. Josh Allen was fourth in completion percentage last year. Yep. He was fifth in yards, and he was fifth in total in touchdowns, passing touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, the kid's an animal. That's what I'm saying. I think you're forward to see a huge break. 37 passing touchdowns for the guy last year and 10 interceptions. Yeah, how many did Aaron Rodgers have last year? Because he wasn't touchdowns. far off. I think he had Aaron Rodgers had forty-eight. Okay, so he had eleven shy of Aaron Rodgers. Won an MVP. Forty-eight his, to five. Yeah, in his third season. Yeah, it's a plus forty-three. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Josh, that's Josh Allen's biggest issue with ball security. He does fumble a lot. But yeah, that's you know that that'll come with time. Growing uh, pains. Yeah, that comes with time. He makes makes a lot of crazy decisions. He's he's pretty mobile for a guy his size too. So he, he brings that, you know, ground threat that you're seeing a lot more NFL teams go to with their quarterbacks now. So that'll come with time. I mean, quarterbacks yeah, are always going to fumble, too. Cam Newton with, like, a better arm. Yeah. Well, Cam Newton has a pretty strong arm. That's high praise. I'm talking accuracy-wise, though. Yeah, Cam is not the most accurate <laughs> Cam, quarterback. Cam couldn't hit the broad side of a barn it's half true. the time. Sometimes it's true. I mean, that's, you know, we got five there. The last three, we can kind of, you know, hop around. I think Lamar Jackson's up there. Certainly, he's in that top. I think he's going to do great things, barring injury, just because he's not a big guy. So I think my he's only what, like six one six two. Yeah, he's just, he's thin though. He's, 100 190 or probably like two ten. He's probably two ten. He's sneaky two ten. But yeah, do you guys think Lamar Jackson's up in that quadrant? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Matt Stafford creeps in there too. Absolutely. Ooh, Especially now that you bring him down to LA. Matt, I think, Matt yeah, Stafford in LA is a game changer. Woods, dude. Robert the Woods. Poor, the poor uh, guy. They still, they still have Cooks too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The poor guy's been in Detroit for what 12, 10 years, twelve mm-hmm. years, yeah. rotting. Rotting away. Right, yeah. And I said this and I said this prior to we'll get to this guy, but Jared Goff, man, he is gonna get exposed in this division because he has to play in Green Bay and Chicago outdoors in November or December. And see that's the I was never high on Jared Goff. I never thought he was great. Well when that trade went down I didn't think that Detroit was gonna hang on to him. I thought they were probably Well they have no reason to. Yeah, he's, he's not yeah. going to do anything for you. I mean, look at the weapons he had in L.A. Well, hold on. Let's, 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 save, let's save this yeah. conversation. Yeah, table this. So, we've got six now. I'm just going to throw some names out there. 
We have Deshaun Watson up here. We have Dak Press Prescott up here. We haven't talked about Dak yet. We got Matt Ryan up in this conversation as well. Matt Ryan sucks. Yeah, not, well, we, we know throwing, how you feel about Matt Ryan. I'm not throwing him like Matt Ryan. I'm not throwing him in this tier. No, nope. I, can't, I can't put Matt Ryan in that tier. Okay. I would maybe put Dak. I mean, we'll see how that. No, we'll I, see how. We'll, we'll see no, how see, that, I'm, I'm too tentative on that. We'll see how that ankle holds up this year. And, yeah, and that's that, a big question. Apparently, shoulder too. Yeah. So I don't know uh, if he's healthy. He's going to be more machine than man by the time he gets back to the NFL. Yeah. I mean, I, if he's healthy, he can. I mean, they have weapons. But he's got Zeke and one of the best offensive lines in in, in the NFL. Yeah. No, so he, I mean. I mean, just a question. He also I mean, has Amari Cooper and Ceedee Lamb. That's so. what I'm saying. Ceedee Lamb, that dude. I mean, you can look, you can throw a ball within like 20 feet of his vicinity. He's going to go up and get it. Yeah. He's so a, he makes quarterback look really good. I'm, a, I'm saying if you put like, and I'm so glad I'm not having this conversation saying with the Browns. But if you were to move Dak Prescott to like the Jets, the dudes, the dude's not going to do shit. That's why I don't think he's in this top quadrant. I think if you put Tom Brady on the Jets, they're good. Yeah, I think, I think the if you top put Russell quadrant, Wilson on the Jets, they're good. The top quadrant needs to be quarterbacks that can carry a shitty team. Like, you can plug this guy in and, and go from a losing season to winning 8-9 games. Yeah. That's that's what I think this top tier is. Do you think Deshaun Watson is in this top tier? I I mean, his, I don't know, because last season, that dude played his ass off. If Deshaun Watson gets traded to the Eagles, they're contenders immediately. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But yeah. I think Houston was just so bad to the point where nobody could save it. So I, w- I would I would consider Deshaun Watson in that category, yeah. Just because there's an asterisk over Houston because it was just it was such a shit show. Yeah, I don't even think Tom Brady himself could pull him out of that. No, sure, no. I mean, well, the, you know, or Aaron Rodgers or Pat Mahomes, like they, those top three. Those are the top three guys. Let's, I mean, let's, let's agree. I, mean, I guess I guess we could round it out. It. I guess we can round it out by saying Deshaun is probably in that list, and obviously Deshaun's going through a lot of. He he know, he rounds know. that list out. Yeah, well, we kind of have one more spot left. We're up for debate for a few guys. I know what you guys, you know, Ian and Sky, I know what you're going to say about this. If you put the right weapons around him, is Big Ben, can he make another run to a Super Bowl? No. I think he's done. I'm even in agreement on that one. Yeah. Big, Big Ben's Radiators busted. Engine's just not going to run like it is. She, she going to putter through the season. Yeah, she going she to be all right when she come out the other end. But. I think the last ride for Big Ben is going to end badly. And... He's probably going to get hurt at some point this season. I think it's a season-ending like injury. And Dwayne, Has- Dwayne Haskins takes over, and I mean, they're going to roll with Dwayne Haskins. They're going to have to draft one next year. Period. Yeah, because you can't keep the motherfucker out of the strip club. Well, no, I think a change of scenery is going to be great for Dwayne. But this is not about backup quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I think we can round off this list. Maybe we all agree. Maybe we don't. I think you make a case for uh, Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert's up there, but I, I need to see one more year. Yeah, I, I, I need to see one more year. Sky's going to disagree with me here, but I'm going to put Matt Ryan there. I think if you put Matt Ryan on a contender... Matt he, Ryan sucks. Uh, I think if you put Matt Ryan on a contender and not a hapless franchise like the Falcons, I mean, hit, you know, his girlfriend got taken from him in that Super Bowl, and it's really hard to put on a face... You know, the hypothetical that, you know, you work with your wife and you go through a divorce, how do you handle, you know, work every day? That's pretty much what Matt Ryan's been doing the whole time. He's had that 28-3 to looming over him the entire time. But when Matt Ryan's healthy and he has all of his weapons around him, he's very good. And the Falcons were perennial playoff teams in his prime. I still think Matt Ryan, if you put him on a team, we'll say the Colts. Look what Philip Rivers did last year. Philip Rivers went in there and took him to the playoffs. Yeah, Philip Rivers did a great job. And his only season but Matt in Matt Ryan Indianapolis, is Philip Rivers. I think Matt Ryan is Philip Rivers. I, I highly I think, disagree with uh, you. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I might give Matt Ryan a little bit higher than Philip Rivers. Okay. I don't know Ian, what do you that. think? I don't think I would put him in the same category as Philip Rivers. Okay. 
Do you think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer? Uh, no. Yeah? No. Fair I enough. Mean, but <laughs> if Eli doesn't have those two Super Bowls, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, no, absolutely Eli, Manning, not. Eli Manning's the modern-day Joe Namath. That's just what he is. You know, he wins a few big games and everybody wins. <laughs> he had a 500 career record as a quarterback. That's right. right. You know, and not that wins and losses are all yeah. based on one guy in a 53-man roster, but quarterback has a lot, a lot to play in that. So, you know... I'm going to go Matt Ryan. We can go Matt Stafford. We can debate that back yeah. and forth because I think Matt Stafford's easily in our second quadrant. Guys that haven't done it yet, but we think can. I think it'll be this year. I think Matt Stafford is definitely poised to go to a Super Bowl in the next two years with the Rams. They have the defense to do it. They have good weapons around him. They're going to keep giving him weapons, or you know, for him. Cam Akers wasn't that great last year as a rookie running back. I think that'll be different this year. I think Cam is a very talented player out of Florida State, but I think all those weapons are going to make Matt Stafford deadly. And I definitely put him firmly in that second quadrant. He's performed really well in Detroit. Let's see what he does with the Rams and Sean McVay. I think he's going to run into one problem this year, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only thing keeping him from winning a Super Bowl this year. Um, don't get me wrong. I've always liked Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's a tough son of a bitch, too. Mm-hmm. And that dude will play through ridiculous injuries. It sucks that he rotted away, as Ian said, in fucking Detroit for however many years, 10, 12, whatever. He's getting his chance now. I think that after next or after this upcoming season with Aaron Rodgers leaving, I think then it's his time to go win a Super Bowl. But I, I like I said, I think there's going to be that one last hurdle that trips him up, and I think it's Aaron Rodgers. The deck has definitely been you know resealed. Mm-hmm. He was on a rotting deck, and that thing got some TLC, and that that you know that TLC of the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, he was he was gifted that team. Matt, Matt Stafford's got it. Fucking cannon, too, man. He's I got mean, one of the best arms in the NFL. He really does. I mean, he has for a long time. Yeah. That, unlike, uh, unlike like Jay Cutler asked if, if, he, unlike, if Jay Cutler gave a shit. Unlike Scam Newton, that guy. Scam Newton, I love that. Guy, give me my laptop back. That guy, Stop. that guy can hit the broadside of a barn. Oh, yeah. And on a spot that you call Well, I mean, out. if you remember watching him at Georgia, the kid was fucking Heisman contender for what? How many years? Two. Two? I mean, the dude can fucking slang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think he is a good one to start off this list. Um, we're going to have to put Dak Prescott in this category, obviously. Yeah, Dak's no, that's here. Fair. That's fair. Dak's here. He's got great weapons, great offensive line, like we you know referenced earlier. But, yeah, we'd be silly not to say that uh, Dak Prescott is not in the upper echelon, you know, the top half, at least, of NFL quarterbacks. Anybody disagree with that? No. no, he's, no, no. I mean, he's... He's got the intangibles to do it, man. He's got the he's got the weapons around him. I mean, there's literally too many weapons for him to not do something significant this year. I mean, yeah. he's you got Amari, you got um, CD Lamb, CD Lamb, Zeke, yeah. Zeke, One of the better uh, lines in the Gallup, Gallup, Gallup yeah, yeah. Um, and that defense too. I mean, they I mean they lost Alden Smith, but I mean you still got plenty of pieces there. And they've added on more, I'm guessing. I, I don't know it off the top Who of my head. Who did they take with their first-round pick this year? It's a great question. Stack Guy Nate, can you help us out? Stack Guy Nate on it. So Dallas went Micah Parsons, number 12 overall. Yeah, the linebacker the for linebacker. Penn State. Yep, absolutely. Solid player. Very solid player. Heavy defense, right? Yep. Yeah, well, they, they need to. They have the offensive yeah, plays. They, they, they were losing games, you know. I mean, that Browns game last year is a great example. The Cowboys stormed back against oh, – yeah. the Browns were up, what, like 49-14, and they – Barely held on to win. Some of the Browns' problems, I mean, even you go back to that playoff game against Pittsburgh, we almost let Pittsburgh back in that game. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, you know. I think that boils down to just not being ready to finish games. Sure. Not knowing how to finish games. It's, 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 yeah, they basically sat back and played the safety defense instead of, you know, continuing what their game plan was. 
So we got our top 10 there. So the rest of this quadrant's going to get fun. I think Kyler Murray's in here. We talked about, a lot about Kyler on episode six um, when we did our Cardinals preview. Kyler Murray's fun to watch. He's definitely in the upper 16, I think. Does anybody disagree with that statement? No, not at no. all. I mean, no, I agree with he's, he's got a he – run, he can outrun just about any defender. He which looks is, dumber than the sack of shit when he runs, but he I can mean, do it pretty it gets, well. It gets the job like done. Greased up toddler. <laughs> greased up toddler. <laughs> yeah. go to bed. There's a Tom, wet baby running around on the field. Yeah, they the still look like Tom Brady running like Bambi out of the damn field, man. I mean – Tom Brady, I mean – but well, I am so surprised that Tom Brady's gotten through his career as long as he has without getting completely just fucking folded running like that. Oh, he did tear his ACL once. I wish he would have tore both. Oh, sheesh. ACL Terry. Yeah. Oof. So we got Fuck five. Do you? We got five. We got five more in this quadrant. I got I'll a few. Find names. Baker next. Yeah, me too. Uh, well, I'm, well, glad well, I'm glad you said. I'm glad you said. And it. hey, just to just to consider too. I mean, with Kyler Murray. The weapons that they have around him now. I mean, you've got DeAndre Hopkins, oh, yeah. you've got AJ Green, you've got Rondale Moore, uh, you got James Conner now out in the backfield to go alongside Kenyon Drake, and you still got James <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Chase Edmonds. Damn you! So yeah, I'm actually I'm probably putting Justin Herbert above Kyler. I, I was about to say, I, yeah, I'll give you that. I think I think sure. they need some more weapons to put around him. I mean, he does he have the intangibles? Absolutely. The guy's going to be great. I mean, we still need to see how this second year will go for him, right. you know, if see how he can adjust to defenses that are better suited to adjust to him. Yeah. I don't think and just for the record, we're not doing a power ranking. We're just putting these guys in quadrants. Justin Herbert's in that second quadrant. I think he's proven that. He came in and did a great job last year. Um obviously as a rookie, but I'm going to reel off some names here and we're going to discuss Baker Mayfield. Well, we can certainly talk about Baker. I knew that was going to happen. Obviously. Baker boys next. So Baker's <laughs> in there. Derek Carr is definitely up there too. Ryan, Tannehill. Ryan, Ryan, Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Baker's better. You put, bro, you, now you've got Julio Jones to go alongside put, AJ I put, Brown. I put Tannehill above, uh, above, uh, Above say. Baker? It happens. That is the best of us, Ian. Uh, yeah, Baker, probably. I think Tannehill's better than Baker, too, and I base it solely off of experience. Tannehill's been around the league for a while. Baker's never really had that super down moment. His second year, okay, it didn't go Sophomore as... Sophomore slump. It didn't go as planned. The NFL kind of figured him out a little bit. I don't think it really had so much to do with that as, as, it, as it did the fact that he's had four different coaches in three seasons. I think this will be a huge year. I, I think this Second is his, year, his first time mm-hmm. having a head coach for more than a year. Yeah, I think this is his launch pad year. Like, I think we're really going to see good stuff out of Baker. The thing for me with Baker, my only qualm, I think his deep ball is great. His intermediate game is good. He's elusive. He works He's well in the, the pocket. He's one of the more accurate young guys in the league. What pisses me off about Baker from a fan's perspective, and I'm not a Browns fan, just a football fan's perspective, he fucks up the easy throws, but then he completes the difficult ones. Him rolling yeah. to his right yeah. is worse than him rolling to his left. Yeah. Him rolling to the left, it's almost like his brain has to process, I know I have to do more mechanically. Where to the right, he get, when he rolls to the right, he gets a little sloppy. And he misses open targets, and you're like, you know, any... You, I, I say this tongue-in-cheek because none of us can play quarterback in the NFL, but you almost think, like, man, I could have made that throw. How did he miss that? And then he makes throws, you're like, there are five guys on earth that can make that throw. Right. So, it, and I get where that frustration comes in. I certainly put Baker in the second quarter, and I think he definitely has the potential. He has the potential to, um, you know, lead the Browns to a Super Bowl run. I think that is there. 
We're not going to talk about teams. It's not easy in the AFC. There's a lot of teams to go through. But Baker is certainly in that. Even the division. I mean, I think yeah. if you make it out of that division, you're you're king of the north. And we got well, we got one more in this division, and I or in this quadrant. I'm sorry. Are we going to go with Joe Burrow, Derek Carr, or Kirk Cousins? Joey B. I think Joey Joe. Hundred percent. I think it's Joe Burrow too. Mm-hmm. I just feel like. Derek Carr doesn't have. The, I haven't seen Derek enough. Carr cannot perform in the fourth quarter or in the clutch time. He just can't. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, I, I agree if they if they get up early, if they get up, if they get a lead, he can definitely keep a lead. But if it gets close, or if it gets close, he's prone to a fuck up. Yeah, I mean, I'm like I've, I've said a million times. I don't think Derek Carr has what it takes after that injury. He he's not the same guy. I think Joe Burrow will win playoff games in Cincinnati. It's going to happen. They're building a strong team around him, too. We, I think we it will. Jamar I think it will Chase. happen. I just don't think it's this year. I don't think it's this year, either. No, they still need to shore up that offensive line a little more before they make a serious run. I agree. They have they have a solid defense. Jesse Bates is one of the best safeties in the NFL, and they're going to build around him. Yeah. And offensively, they, you know, they have weapons. You know, Obviously, the best running backs in that division, that's a whole different topic. But Joe Mixon is definitely a very good complement to anybody. So... I'd Bur- say he's third best in, in the division. For sure. Yeah. And, well, I would say Nick Chubb Mixon. and J.K. Dobbins are better than him. My, yeah, personally. I, I would say it goes yeah. Chubb, yeah. Dobbins, Mixon. Yeah. And, I, and, yeah, and, that's then, not, and that's not us being from Columbus and loving the Buckeyes. Yeah, I literally yeah. think J.K. That's Dobbins just, is going to be a monster. That's just on what I've seen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lamar and Dobbins together is terrifying. Yeah. So I don't, and, I, and it, that offense is built around that. So I don't doubt that J.K. is going to put up ridiculous numbers this year. Yeah. Oh, they got rid of Ingram too. I think he has he's going to be uh, HB one. I mean, he's going to he's going to be RB one. Yep. So we'll go into the third quadrant now, and I guess that leaves based on the conversation. We're going to start there with Derek Carr. He's in that conversation. He puts up good numbers. His statistics are underrated. His team is overrated. I think Derek Carr is very good. I think he could win a playoff game at some point in his life, but I don't ever see him making that deep run. He's like finding like a random water bottle on the side of the sidewalk. Like if I'm dying of thirst, yeah, I'll drink it. But if I'm good, I'm just going to keep walking. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if I don't need a quarterback and it, I haven't had quarterback experience go terribly wrong, I'm not going to pick him up. Well, I mean, his career so far has been a car crash. So, you know, Jesus Christ. Is that wordplay? <laughs> Hashtag wordplay. Uh, Kirk Cousins is in this quadrant as well. He started playoff games. He puts up good numbers. He has average. Good, he has average. He is average. Yeah, he, he has great games, and then he has shitty games. He's like a hair better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. You like that? Yeah, he's he's just above being a traveling like backup. That's yeah. that's where I view. He's Cousins. he's one he's one bad season away from you, that. Yeah, seriously. I think you have to put Carson Wentz in there. He's go, he's going to the Colts with a load. They had loaded offense. He's reuniting with Frank Reich too. Yeah, yep. and I mean, if he's healthy, I mean, if he's healthy and. Cannot turn the ball over. He's got the, the weapons. Yeah. He's got the weapons there. I mean, if Philip Rivers can lead that team to the first round of the playoffs, a more athletic and honestly younger quarterback, exponentially should younger, able, should be able you have, you to have do Jonathan good Taylor there. So Way not, less kids. You're not going to have to rely on him to make crazy plays when Jonathan Taylor. You can give give the dude the ball 300 fucking times a year. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Run until the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. Don't rely on Carson Wentz as much as the yep. Eagles tried to. Well, I mean, just keep him in that realm where he just needs to do what he does well, and don't ask anything outside of that from him. At least for this year. Agreed. Yeah. And once I, we see where he goes, then you can start asking him for crazy shit. I put Carson Wentz in that in that tier. Yeah, um, I don't think he. I don't think his career's dead and buried yet. I think this is the year that we find out though what he is now, like post injury. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the first like real look we're gonna get at him. 
Jared Goff's in this list. We've touched on Jared Goff. Mom, no, yeah. I, no, I got I got someone for this category, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit out there. I'm gonna go the Squint and Winston no longer. It's famous Jameis again. No way. Uh, I was gonna crack a beer, but I can't do it after a statement like no, that. I don't, no, I don't. I don't. I don't, think, I don't think Jameis is anywhere near this. I think Jameis is a bottom eight quarterback in the NFL. No, man, uh, he is not a bottom eight quarterback in the NFL. I'm no, telling well, the guy, the guy, does he throw interceptions? Yeah, but the, he couldn't see, man. But that's the thing. That's the catch twenty two about it is we haven't seen Jameis ever play football with clear vision, and he won a fucking Heisman at Florida State blind. Didn't he play a game last year and put up some? He put up stupid numbers. Yeah, I forget which game it was, but there was a game where he—I mean—he was fucking killing. I just don't I think. Mean, I don't I, think his teammates like him. Oh, well, I mean, I, he's not a likable guy. I'm, but that doesn't fucking matter. Really, you walk with the Saints, you're down to Taysom Hill or him. So I mean, I'm taking James. The dude's played quarterback his entire life. I'm Taysom Hill's a tight end. Yeah. Are we gonna put? Are we yeah. gonna? So we we'll take the guy that won a Heisman playing that position in so, college. So you got to hand it off to some fucking tight end who's like, well. I could probably do it. So, since we're now, this is tier three, right? I yes. mean, we're on tier three, so he's definitely a tier three quarterback, not a tier four. Nate, I'm with you. Uh, Thank I, you. I take back what I said. I, I, did, I, I disagree, but that's fine. We can put him in quadrant three. We have quorum. Cam Newton or Ryan Fitzpatrick? Which one's in here? Which one's not? Are they both in here? It's magic. Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones is bottom. That's. I don't even think it's close. I think no, he gets Barkley back this year. Good. He has a big year. Uh, I, think, I think Daniel Jones is terrible. Oh, you're smoking dope. Uh, we'll see. Higher than giraffe pussy. We'll have to see. Right. Wait, so Cam Newton ain't even going to be starting probably. I think I don't no. Cam I, had uh, a horrible fucking year. Last I think year. Cam starts the year. They had nine guys sit out last year due to COVID. So they're going to get a lot of their I team had goldfish back. Goldfish when I was seven. Hey, you know what? What does that fucking matter about the quarterback play? Just telling you. So I, I definitely think uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's in the third tier. Yeah. I'm going to put. Yeah. I'm going to put Cam in the third tier. It's hard to not put an MVP there. The guy's done it before. Who's to say he can't do it again? I can't put Cam in my third tier. No, I I'd put him in the fourth, but I mean, I that's can't fine. Do it either. Uh, we got one more spot in this tier, and then we'll go to the bottom of the barrel. And this is going to come down to what do you guys think? If we put Carson Wentz up here, and he's, I think he cracks it, he's never played a game, but are you going to put Trevor Lawrence or Jimmy Garoppolo in the third tier? Jimmy G, because we don't know what the fuck T Law can do. Okay. I agree. It's crazy that you're ranking him higher than quarterbacks that have been there for years in the league when he's never played an NFL snap and he's playing for Urban Meyer, which who might try to run a college offense, and the whole thing might just explode in their faces. It could. Which is I, what I'm leaning towards happening. Yeah, though that's certainly a possibility. I, I think Trevor Lawrence is about as surefire of a number one overall pick that we've had since probably Andrew Luck, and Andrew Luck came in and set the world on fire right away. I think Trevor has the capability of doing that. I just hope they don't Tim Couch him. Yeah, that's definitely a pop, that's definitely possible, especially with the rookie, you know, head coach too. Mm-hmm. They have a decent offense, you know. I mean, the kids ran a pro style offense since he was like thirteen years old. So yeah. I mean, he, he knows what the fuck he's doing. So I mean, as long as Urban Meyer doesn't try to get too crazy with him and do, and that's, and I, I mean, think, but I mean, I think it'll be a learning process for both of them. I, I think mean, his season, his production depends solely on Urban Meyer's offense. But they did get him some weapons. I mean, that what went, got Marvin Jones. They mm-hmm. took ETN after. They have James Robinson, James who was very Robinson. good last year. They got rid of D.D. Westbrook, but they have uh, Chanel. Yeah, good. They have Tyler Eifert playing tight end. Yeah. I mean, they have some. They have some names. Yeah, uh, they they have some names in there. So, so quad four here. They got the rest, best of the rest, if you want to call it that. I think Trevor Lawrence is probably the best of the rest, but. 
we can make a little debate here. We got Jalen Hurts, Tua, Drew Locke, Daniel Jones, Andy Dalton, Sam Darnold, and Zach Wilson. All of them above Trevor Lawrence. You think so? So here's my rule with this shit. If you have not taken a single NFL, taken a single NFL snap, I can't put you higher than someone who has. I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying. I'm just, and I'm not saying this is a Jaguars fan. I'm saying because I'm high on what he can bring, and well, I his think upside is phenomenal. Yeah, I think his intangibles are there. So that's why. I mean, I if we're being like truthful, I think he is better. I mean, he has. Slightly less experience than any quarterback well, that's played in the NFL. Than, than, than Jalen Hurts. I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to be anything in the NFL. I think Jalen Hurts has the potential to be good. I think that will – I mean, I don't think he's going to be deep playoff run good. But I think he'll win you games. But I'm still going to take him over Trevor Lawrence because Trevor Lawrence has never played an NFL game in his life. That's my thing. You can Jalen's Tra- played so little. Than, he's definitely better than Zach Wilson. Well, yeah, and that's well. Zach Wilson, I think we're all going to agree. Was that's my thirty-one, thirty-two, and that's it. So Zach, Zach Wilson's the worst one on the list, right? I but mean, I still don't think he's going to be bad. We'll see. I mean, I can't see how you can put him any higher than T. Law right now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously he's the higher projected or higher projected. Uh, Coming in, but I still think, like, I don't know. I don't think you can put Zach Wilson below Trevor Lawrence, and I don't think you can put Trevor Lawrence above. Okay. Zach because Wilson. it's the New York fucking Jets. The New York fucking Jets. All right, Jets. listen, pal. Boston, greatest city in the world. By fat. We're walking here. But yeah, no, I mean, like, I agree with Ian on that one. I think those two are interchangeable at 31 and 32, just because we haven't seen what they've done or what they can do in the NFL. Like I said with T Law. It really just depends on what kind of offense Urban Meyer's trying to run. If he's really trying to beat the shit out of another quarterback, or if he's going to actually switch to a pro style system, he he has to man. I mean, he like, and I think I, he will. He's yeah. I, I feel like if he hasn't realized it yet, he's going to realize it by the first or second preseason game. Hopefully, that you cannot run that offense. Yeah. In this, it mainly just comes down to I hope he realizes that if he does start with that style of offense, I hope he realizes before he gets T Law killed that he needs to switch. Yeah, I think but with Zach Wilson, he's kind of been handed the worst fucking hand at the poker table playing for the Jets. Between these three, who would you definitely want to have on your franchise? Who would you take if you had to, and who would you not want? Tua, Drew Locke. Well, we'll make it four. Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold? I'm taking Tua first on that list. I think there's just he's got something there. And I think Drew Locke's my bottom of the list, man. I, I just Sky, am not, yeah, what I am not high on Drew Locke whatsoever. 16, he can wrap his ass off to some Jeezy, but he can't. He 16, can't pass. 16 tutties to 15 picks. I'd a 57.3 completion percentage. I'd put Daniel Jones and Tua to get together at my top, and Drew Locke probably at the bottom. Sam Darnold would probably be my second. I, I just don't think he – I mean, I'm still – I'll always say, I mean, no quarterback can succeed right now in New York under the Jets. Yeah, and, it, and that's the sad thing is that it they really kind of – yeah, yeah, we haven't really like seen the real Sam Darnold. Exactly. Now you, I now think you're, Sam Darnold's my number one. 
on this list. I mean, now you're you're putting him with Christian McCaffrey. You got. Um, I could see that. Oh wait, no, they don't have they don't have our boy um, Curtis, Curtis is in Samuel. Was- He's in Washington. Yeah. yeah, but you still got Robbie Anderson. You mm-hmm. still got DJ Moore. I mean, they've got those are two really good receivers. I think we're going to see good numbers out of Sam Darnold. Um, I think right now I would take Tua. And then Sam Darnold would be a close second. I'm super biased. I'm actually going to – I'm going to take that back. I would probably put Sam Darnold as my top there. Then I would put – Ian, walk it back. And Tua and Daniel Jones I would put together in the middle. And then – I mean, Drew Miami Lott. did just get Jalen – or uh, Waddle from Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I watching Tua play – he he wasn't bad by any means. No, he was he was pretty solid. I they mean, he, he came in pretty hard. hot and then kind of fizzled out a little bit. But I mean, what quarterback? I just doesn't? think he's a good West Coast offense quarterback. He's never gonna blow you away with arm strength. He's never yeah. gonna. He's not gonna drive many balls downfield. Well, the fact that he's also a lefty kind of. I hate that. That was what I was gonna say. My bias. I hate left handed. I hate left handed quarterbacks. Yeah. His receivers hate him. Yeah. Well, because your scheme is the same every week, but then you have that one week in your. Your left tackle becomes your right. Your left tackle becomes your right tackle. Yeah, you have to flip it all. Everything is flipped, and it throws off an entire offense. Because then, if Tua gets hurt, you probably have a right handed quarterback coming in. You just switch it all back, and it's hard to get any consistency with left handed quarterbacks. If you look at the league history... They're historically left-handed quarterbacks. I mean, outside of what? Steve Young. Steve Young. Mark, Mark, Mark Brunel was pretty good. Uh, Mike Vick, baby. Mike Vick was pretty good. Uh, Steve Mitchell... I think Mike Vick relied a lot on his wheels, too. Steve Two Mitchell had a good career Two, up in Detroit. Some, Scott uh, Mitchell. Yeah, Scott Mitchell. There was some, like, Jim Zorn was a lefty. I think Fran Tarkington was a lefty. Fran Tarkington was a lefty. I mean, I just pulled up here real uh, quick a couple of the weapons that... Uh, Tua has around him. I mean, you've got Will Fuller at wide receiver. You've got Alan Hearns. How about that? You got Alan Hearns right there, wide good, receiver. Good player. You got Jalen Waddle, wide receiver. Um, let's see. The problem is they're all good. Yeah. You got that's, Sal- why, that's why they're there. Yeah. You got Salvin Ahmed, running back. He's solid. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you got oh, Patrick Laird. Uh, you got Malcolm, Malcolm Brown is there out of they'll, Texas. They'll compete with the Bills. Down the stretch. I mean, obviously, I think Josh Allen and the Bills probably. You got Miles Gaskin. Division. 13 and 4, 12 and yeah. 5, yeah. You got Miles Gaskin. But I there. think on their heels would maybe be Miami, depending on how Tua does. And I think if Tua has a bad year, he'll be. I mean, they'll start to look to move on. I just don't see. I, that's t- a Deshaun Watson destination, right? And that's one of the. Very preferred. Well, also, Alabama quarterbacks usually don't work out. That's not true. I mean, besides what? AJ McCarron? Are you talking about recently or all time? Ken Stapler and Joe Namath. Ken Stapler, Joe Namath. I'm talking about recently. I'm talking about uh, oh, the last saying, like 10 years since Alabama's like, been a powerhouse. I was going to say I've heard of Bart Starr. Yeah. <laughs> Their quarterbacks don't really work out. Ken Look Stapler at Greg McElroy. Ken Stapler was a lefty. We all thought Greg McElroy was going to be a stud going into the happened to the dude that, it. Whatever happened to the dude that uh, played Ohio State when we ended up winning the national championship? AJ McCarron? No. Blake Sims. Oh, Blake Sims. Nothing. Nothing. AJ McCarron recently. Like in the most. What about Sims? He probably bounced around. I, I think he. Did I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever like played in the NFL. I think he was just on rosters. Yeah, to yeah. me, the only quarterback that's like the, the first decent Alabama quarterback in the NFL that comes to mind is AJ McCarron in the last ten years, and even then, he's pretty much a perennial backup. Yeah, I think putting Andy Dalton on this list too to hop around a little bit. Andy he's Dalton will be the week one starter in Chicago. He's done by week four. Yeah, it's gonna, it's going to be Justin Fields at some point. Well, so, and, and Chicago fans are calling for Justin Fields. Yeah. They want him to start. I think Justin Fields is better than Zach Wilson. I think yep. they fell in love with Zach Wilson because 
He went to BYU and he's got a strong arm and he fits the you know whatever New York thinks they. They think they're going to try and pull the run and gun like. He's got the headband. Another Baker Mayfield. Yeah, like second a, coming of Jim McMahon. That was know? yeah. We're on the same wavelength, Ian. Yeah, I I would maybe put Justin Fields in this list just because I think he's going to start more games this year. And he's, I think he's Justin a, Fields is one of the more NFL ready of that draft. I think like if they Law. if they start out rough, I'd say Matt Nagy is going to be fearing for his job, and he probably throws Fields to the wolves, which could I mean he could thrive. He could thrive in Chicago. Cam Newton's already proven that vegan quarterbacks can succeed in the NFL. Why can't Justin Fields, you know? Right. Well, because Justin Fields is not 6'6 and Cam Newton. True. I think he's going to – I think Justin Fields is one of those guys He's kind of like an older lawnmower. you got to give him a couple you know, couple tugs, like first couple years, let him learn, and then run him. I think, I Justin, think he needs time to warm up. He just yeah. – you need – you also just need more pieces around him, man. Yeah. I mean, they don't have yeah. – I mean, you've got Allen Robinson there. Yeah. I don't think they do anymore. When his last year at Ohio State, he only played oh, yeah. six no, games, I, so yeah, we didn't really think, get a good eye yeah. for what he could be. And he had – you know, he had one of his think, worst seasons last year. I think year. we're going to get to see a few rookies this year. I think uh, I think Mac Jones at Oh, I lied. He's a bear. Yeah. He, I, I don't, I don't I think Mac Jones is going to do yeah, he got super hot in the NFL. I just – I don't see star written all over I'm him. just saying I think that – if the Patriots struggle early, it won't. Belichick won't let Cam Newton go. You know what I mean. He won't let him go one and five without making a change. Well, yeah, no, I, and I don't think that I don't think Cam deserves to start after last season. I think it's a it's in his it, uh, well, him him getting the starting job if he does, like that's a blessing to him because I, the way he played last year was I could see hard to watch. I mean, have we ever seen Jimmy Garoppolo get through a season on without getting hurt? No. Porn star Jimmy's a good backup. Just he's a year and, uh, yeah. He's not going to win your ring. New England? Uh, oh, the Super Bowl year at San Francisco. Yeah. But. I could see if he gets – I mean, I could see Trey Lance being okay this year. If yeah. Given the opportunities. He's got a lot of weapons around him. A lot of upside for Trey Lance. Big guy, well, strong physically, arm. he's oh, so yeah. far Mobile. ahead of most quarterbacks. Yeah. In that backfield, you have Trey Sermon, mm-hmm. and, yeah. Kevin Coleman still. Uh, is Mostert still there? Did he leave? Mostert's still there. Yeah. Or no, I think... He might have signed somewhere. I got you. Oh, okay, so hang on. So they got uh, they got Goodwin out of... Um, Talk about Chicago? Yeah, Chicago. They got they got Goodwin from San Francisco. Uh, you, they got they have Riley Reed, uh, Calvin... Or, Riley or, Reed? Or, Wait, what? Or, sorry, Riley Ridley, Calvin Ridley's brother. Oh, we know where your head's at. I, kinda, I like where it's at. I kind of wish they had signed Riley Reed. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of that. Is Riley Reed the who is that? I'll put it this way: Jimmy Garoppolo probably went on a date with her. Sorry, got porn on the mind. Porn star Jimmy. I don't yeah, call him right. that for nothing. Uh, they, we should start calling you porn star yeah, Nate. I, I never look up their names because I'll get attached. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! They got that Demir Bird dude. Well, going to end up wanting to take her yeah. out and treat her good, you know? Take her on a nice date. Yep. And call her afterwards. Oh, and they have Damian Williams, too, the running back from Kansas City. That's right. Oh, they, yeah. have, they have a few pieces They'll there. They'll be but, all right. I yeah. mean, I don't think they're going to be Debo. deep playoff run contenders, but I think they might. They have a chance at making the playoffs. Yeah, I don't see why not. I just feel like uh, Garoppolo's had the injury bug for a while now, and I yeah. don't see that getting any better. Usually once they start going the way he's been, they tend to keep going and keep getting reoccurring injuries and – Jimmy G's one of those, and they're in a run-heavy offense. I mean, which is a shame because I think Jimmy G, like I think Jimmy G, was a good quarterback. 
I mean, he he definitely did better in New England than than he has in San Francisco. Oh, there was a time there was a time when I wanted him in Cleveland. But sure. Well, looking back now, I mean, shit, am I glad we didn't do that? Yeah, I mean, I could say that about a lot. There was a time when I wanted Lamar Jackson in Cleveland. I mean, that wouldn't have been a bad move. Oh, oh him, with, him with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt would be deadly. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask. We're gonna go around the table, hence round table. Hey, wait. So did we finish up thirty-one, thirty-two? Who do, who does everybody have as their yeah. bottom two? Yeah, I well, mean it's T Law and and, <clears throat> and Z Dub. That's I mean, for you. I think it's yeah. I think it's Drew. Lock. I think Drew Locks down there, and I think he's there with Zach Wilson. That's, that's mine right there. See, I'm going by my I'm role. Going Drew Lock thirty-one. He's he's thirty because he's taken NFL snaps. I have to give him that. Okay. He's played more yeah. NFL games Ian? than both of them. Um, I'm probably just tied at Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence at my mm, split, last spot. Split decision. Table split decision. Yeah, not a problem. So, we're going to go around here real quick. We're going to talk about which guy we think is going to jump a quadrant this year, whether it be 4-3, to 3-2, three, three to 2-1. Two, two to one. Nate, you go first. Which quarterback do you think is going to hop up a quadrant and uh, change everybody's opinion about him? That's a good question, man. Um, I mean, sorry, guys, I can't give you Baker. I just don't think he's there. I don't think he's ready for it's it. Fine, we'll get to Baker in a minute. Yeah. Somebody will get there. I know somebody will. <laughs> I figured someone. Will. I know who that someone I think, is. I think maybe. I mean. This guy has just coasted his way through his career, but I think Tannehill's going to be the guy that they, they might be able to get it done. I mean, you know. I could, I could see the tit- the Titans are built to, you know, make a playoff run and upset teams like the Kansas City Chiefs and the I Cleveland like Browns. just not quite there. Yet. I think their running game allows them to win wherever they go. I, I mean, as long as you've got Derrick Henry and now you've got, I mean, dude, look at those Big ass motherfuckers out on the edge with Julio Jones and AJ Brown. Target I mean, wide receivers that big. That's yeah. what I'm saying, man. You can be, you can average your way to a Super Bowl with that team. Yeah, it no, just I depends mean, on who you see on the other side, which could be Aaron. Like I said, that's what I'm mean, saying. It helps when you can give a running back 250 or 300 carries a season to just when he's throwing Josh Norman 10 yards like like a baseball sack of potatoes. Ian, which quarterback's hopping up a quadrant? Uh. So I'm actually gonna cheat because I have a couple. I think uh, I think Matt Stafford could definitely jump oh. up a tier. I think Justin Herbert could very well jump up a tier. Mm-hmm. And then I mean any of these rookies really. I mean, I mean even if Zach Wilson goes to New York and wins seven games, that's huge. That's a, that's a giant win for them for, for the Jets. Yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> I mean. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, if he wins eight or nine games for Jacksonville, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple guys that... What are your expectations for Stafford, though, in L.A.? What do you, where, how many games do you think they're going to win? Or do you think that they, if, if they don't win, what amount of games is it considered a bust? Ten plus. Okay, so ten and seven is the, is the, bar, is is the bar? The, that's the, the, that's the, extra, the bottom of the barrel. If you... I'd give him nine and eight. Yeah, I mean, getting Stafford, you got to get me eleven wins. All right, eleven and six. Oh uh, yeah, I'd let him. I'd let him get away with nine, just because he's got to learn a new playbook and he's in a new city. But season two, definitely need eleven wins out of him. <clears throat> but yeah, that's uh, I kind of cheated a little bit. But there's just a couple. Do- and I mean, like Carson Wentz, you know, 
And Carson Wentz could go to Indianapolis and, I mean, Phillip Rivers had him in the playoffs last year. If you get a healthy Carson Wentz there, he could be in the third round. Unlike, yeah. unlike the New England Patriots, we're okay with you cheating on this podcast. It's the Patriot way. It's okay. Sky? Reach these keys. Uh, Sky, give us your Baker Mayfield rank. Go. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure everybody knows where I'm going with this shit. Um, Baker Mayfield, I think, <clears throat> I don't think he's going to end up top five, but he definitely enters that top ten for me this season. Uh, we got, you know, Coach K coming back. We're, that's the first time Baker's had a, a second-year coach. That was the same as his first year since he's been in the league. And I feel like year two was kind of shitty, but there was also all that tumultuous shit going on with Freddie Kitchens. He didn't like Freddie, and there was a rift between the two of them and all that bullshit. And he still he still did. What were they, seven, okay. eight, seven, eight, and one? Yeah, I mean, and by yeah. our standards after the last 25 years, whatever, that's still I'm still going to let you slide on that shit. <clears throat> but I think that he jumps up top ten, maybe top eight. Sure. Um, well, top, I mean, top eight would put him in that top quadrant. Then, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd move him up to the top then. Because, I mean, I think this dude's going to go, I think he's going to throw for at least 35 tubs. Spice it up. Give me one that ain't Baker. One that ain't Baker, Josh Allen. Josh Allen's going to become elite. Say, well, Josh Allen's going to be up there. So, right so, so you think Josh Allen will go from, like, probably sixth or seventh best to, like, top four? I would say top three. Okay, so you think he supplants one of Rodgers, Mahomes, or Brady? Brady. Because okay. I think Brady's brand is boring to watch. I mean, he gets the job done. He's consistent. I mean, he's he's the winning. I don't think he's carrying a team anymore. I mean, I mean, that's he, what I'm did saying. He, did he, Josh did, Allen can put did the he team have, on his back. Did he like put it? You know, did he have a great playoffs? Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, look at the pieces that are also that, that around. Well, like I said in episode yeah. six, if if a quarterback can come into a shitty situation and single handedly change it, I think I think you're worthy of that upper 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 echelon spot because Pat Mahomes. You can throw him on any shitty team, and his quarterback play is at such a high level that he's going to win you enough games to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, <clears throat> he's getting up there, but he still has that ability. And I think Tom Brady is kind of losing that ability <clears throat> to where he's the guy carrying the team completely. Yeah, I think that he slips into that fourth position. I think Josh Allen jumps up to third with ability to carry a you know, team, especially through injuries. You know, we got all the COVID shit going on now. I, I, I think we're going to see some crazy shit out of Josh Allen this year. Yeah. yeah. No, I, mean, I love that pick. But yeah. also... I need the Baker Mayfield slander to stop. I need it to stop. It's never going to stop. It, it won't, but... This is the NFL. Nothing ever stops. You know what? Keep fueling him. Keep fueling him. Yeah, so, so they, uh, the Bills also, they, you know, they've made some additions. They got Matt Breda out yep. of Miami. I mean, that's a, that's a speedster right there. Something uh, they were missing. You still, have, you still have Stephon Diggs. You got Cole Beasley. You got Gabriel Davis. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of... Oh, you got Coomer out. You guys got Coomer, or they have Coomer out, out of uh, Green Bay. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, man, they have Emmanuel Sanders. No <clears> way. I think I think, I think. think it's Bills. Yeah, Bills I mean, Chiefs in the AFC Championship this year. The, uh, again, a, a yeah, replay of last I year? I think they're running it back. I've said this for probably four years in a row now, but I think at some point you have to start picturing Father Time's undefeated. At some point, Tom Brady's got to have a fall-off season, yeah. right? Or does he just... Go forever. Ian, we have said this multiple times on the podcast. We all think Tom's going to go out like Peyton did. Win yeah. back-to-back and call it? Pretty much. Yeah. It, it could happen. Or just have one season where he feels like his performance doesn't match what it usually is, and he says, all right, that's it. I, I think Tom Brady's going to go for an eighth ring, but <clears throat> like I said, a lot of people are saying that this year, if he wins a ring, he's going to be done. No way. If he wins a ring, he comes back. 
That's no, but I'm, that's the thing is he's not going to win a ring this year. I don't think so either. Because I think I think he runs into Aaron Rodgers again. I, I think Aaron Rodgers is the fucking Thanos of the league this year. Like, he's going to come out pissed off, angry, and saying fuck think, it to everything. I think Rodgers is on a mission. Yeah, no. To and, prove and, a point. And a man yeah. with that skill set, like I've said a million times, everyone is well aware of, of how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. I think physically, like God-given talent, he is the best quarterback to ever touch football. I think he, like all around, he does it better than anybody else. Yeah, no, that's fair. I am going to go with, it's between two guys because we're all cheating, so why not? Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, and Kyler Murray. I think Joe like Burrow that. with a health yeah, with I'll a healthy it. season. I think Joe Burrow, if he has a healthy season, it's a tough division. I'm not putting it on on team performance. And he's decently mobile too. He is decently mobile. We'll see how that knee holds up. But my my big thing for Joe Burrow this year is he has a lot of weapons around him. What does he do? And I think last year and with an absolutely god off offensive line, and they did touch it up a little bit. I think he can do a lot more. But I'm really going to put my money behind Kyler Murray. I think the Cardinals have a chance to win that division. It's a very tough division. You have the Seahawks, the 49ers, and the Rams. Well, I, th- I think the road to that division goes through Seattle. I think so, too. But I'm very inter- interested to see, if I can enunciate my words, Kyler Murray take that big step into the top ten, maybe that first quad of guys, because we're going to have guys leave. You know, guys are going to retire. You know, we may not have Tom Brady next year. You know, who yeah. knows who, you know, we may not have Andy Dalton next year. God, I hope so. You know, there are, I mean, I'm not saying Andy Dalton's in this realm. I'm just saying, you know, we're going to start. We may not have Big Ben next year. We may not have God Big Ben next be year. Sweet. So there are other guys in there that I think Kyler can jump. And his numbers prove that he's a successful NFL quarterback. Three to one touchdown to turnover ratio. And I think he has a lot of great weapons around him that can make that Cardinal team go. So I yeah. think Kyler can make that jump. If he wins the NFC West this year and maybe a playoff game or two, because I do think the NFC is more wide open than the AFC in terms of road to the Super Bowl, he could make a little run there. You never know what will happen in, in, in playoff time. So I'm going to put mine on Kyler Murray with an honorable mention shout-out to Joe Burrow. I think it's a safe bet because those two have the most valuable asset in football like- and time on their side. I like both of those picks. Uh, I think Captain Obvious here. I think Joe Burrow, uh, the line, it all comes down to that offensive line. Are you going to be able to protect the kid or not? And then, uh, yeah, Kyler, Kyler Murray, I think, is going to be huge this year. Just, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, there's a lot of, lot of quarterbacks on this list that could take huge steps if given the right opportunity. Briefly. Which quarterback do you think digresses the most? Ian, we'll start with you. Um, it's a tough question because you don't want to, you don't want to knock right. a guy down before the season even starts. But if you had to pick one guy that you think will severely underperform this year, and you go, oh, maybe he's not quite the guy we thought he was. Who do you think that is? Um, I think Dak. If he keeps getting hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Dak isn't healthy again, I mean, it's like. At some point, you got to get on the field. You know what I mean. And then uh, one that I think I said could take one of the biggest steps could probably also take the biggest fall is Matt Stafford if he goes out there and shits the bed. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That is a tough question. That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, we we, can, we can't all be positive all the time. We right. you know we got to talk about what people you know people think about. The world's an evil place, man. <laughs> it is, and the NFL is a an unforgiving. Relentless job. Not personal. It's just business. Scott, Absolutely. who do you think? Absolutely Ben Roethlisberger. 
I think I think last year, last couple games, we kind of saw well, the I beginning think he of the end. Had his yeah, I think I think that was well. I think that was just the tip of the iceberg. I think this season we're really going to see the shit show that is the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh. I think that Pittsburgh is going to absolutely disintegrate by game three. Nail in the coffin kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I I honestly I was confused by the fact that they are going to have him start this year again. I thought after the last few games last season that was worthy of a benching, and you need to spend your summer camp earning your job back. But, don't get me wrong. I hate Ben Roethlisberger, but I I don't want to see him get hurt. No, and that's the thing. I'm not wishing injury upon him. I just think that at this point he's been injured so often that he's fragile, and I don't think that his body is able to do the things that he used to. Because he was, I mean, he's a 260, 270-pound quarterback. He is a Hall of Famer. He's known for being physical and charging defenses and dropping his shoulder and running into a linebacker. He's not not durable enough to do that anymore, and that's a huge part of his game that they're taking out. So I think that we're going to really watch Ben Roethlisberger just, I mean – just absolutely squirm his way to the end of the I season. I think Najee Harris helps him a lot this year. Takes He's another one of those big running backs that can handle two, 200, 250. I mean, yep. you can look at, I mean, just simply look at, you know, the length of the passes that he was throwing. I mean, yeah. he, can't, he can't throw the deep he, ball anymore. No. At he least not accurately. Similar no. to Drew Brees last year. Yeah. Right? Towards the end, Drew Brees couldn't. And it's, always, it's always, like, as much as I hate the Steelers, it, it sucks watching a quarterback go full lame duck at the end of their career. Because it's like, you know, like I said, as much as I can't stand Ben Roethlisberger, I did grow up in an era where he was one of the dominant quarterbacks in the FC, if not the most dominant quarterback. And so watching him just this landslide, you know, tailspin. I mean, think about all the years it was him and Tom Brady just duking it out. That's what I'm saying. Like, this dude was up here going toe-to-toe with the GOAT. Yeah, it was was Peyton, Ben, and Tom every year. And now now he can't hit – he couldn't hit, you know, a 40, 50-yard deep ball to save his life. No. he. And it's, it's, it's almost sad to see. Yeah. I mean, as much like I'm going to put my hatred for them aside and say like I do feel for Ben Roethlisberger. It sucks mm-hmm. seeing you know seeing him yeah. take this nosedive so hard. But I like I said, I think that is the guy that we're going to see really just yeah completely in their. Career. I mean, I alluded to this earlier on, but I mean Jared Goff, man. I mean he. I I said it earlier. This guy. I is think going Detroit's to, a death sentence. Detroit's a death sentence. A you you have nothing around you. I mean it's that thing's in a pure rebuild now. But, I think he's but also, but also he's going to get exposed as a guy that can only play in warm weather states or inside a dome. Yeah, I mean he'll have he has two teams in Minnesota and his own stadium where he can play at home. Yeah, he's guaranteed. Not, he's guaranteed nine dome games a year. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, what you're I mean, still you're look still, what happened to the Texans last year against the Browns. It was it was 75 mile an hour winds. It was like 45 degrees outside. And yeah. did they win like the Browns won like 10? It was a 10 seven game. Jared Goff doesn't win games like that. No, Jared Goff needs firepower yeah, and he needs a out. shootout. Yeah. yeah, and he and he I'm saying he he's a California kid. Yeah, he's not going to get that in Detroit. Yeah, I mean you got lucky that Aaron Rodgers was able to do that, but I don't think Jared Goff is. Jared Goff soft. My, yeah, Jared Goff and Aaron Rodgers are in completely different categories. My cold take is Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun Watson digresses this year. I think he's got a lot sitting on him. I think the Texans are terrible. Well, he's probably tired from assaulting all those women. Allegedly. 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 He's, he's a piece of shit. And I'm going to say Watson isn't on the Texans by the time the season starts. I just don't see why you would trade for him right now. If I mean, well, hold on. There are certain scenarios where all they like, you know, if if you're in a situation where all you need is a quarterback for a year and you can make a run, like I know Tannehill is going to keep starting. But hypothetically speaking, if you were to plug Deshaun Watson into that offense, Super Bowl contenders. 
So I could see them maybe doing it for one because his deposition won't be taken until February. I mean, you of put them on the Miami Dolphins and they're competing for the yeah. division. Yeah, so, so you've same got with the Eagles. Yeah. You've got literally a full almost calendar year. At, well, I mean, probably about eight months before you have a full season before he's going to even have to give a deposition. Yeah. So as long as he's not put on the exempt list, he's allowed to play. Yeah. No, that and that all makes sense. I just think there's so much going on with him that I just. I think he takes a step yeah. back. Yeah. My hot take... It's caution versus desperation. My hot take is Ryan Tannehill. Wow. My hot take is Ryan Tannehill, and this is why. Ryan Tannehill leans on a strong running game. Yeah. That's what makes him look good. He well, said he makes any quarterback look good. Of course, but there are certain guys that can go out and win the game for you when you need them to. You don't question Aaron, how good Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah. Just Tannehill's not one of those guys. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers has Aaron Jones. You don't say, oh, Aaron Jones had four rushing touchdowns and... Rodgers went 8 of 26 for 197 yards with a touchdown. It's not a bad day for Aaron Rodgers. It means Aaron Jones had a great day. Yeah. I don't know if Tannehill can be the guy to carry you six, seven, eight games if Derrick Henry gets hurt. You know? No, he can't. I, I don't see him as that guy. And I think if Tennessee has a massive letdown this year, I think they fire Mike Vrabel. Clean house. I think Vrabel's got a year or two before that happens. I think if they are really disappointing this year, they, they will fire Mike Vrabel. But that's the thing. I think they'll make the playoffs. And as long, I think as long as they make the playoffs... Rabel's seat is not on fire yet. It's, I think, I mean... It's between them and the Colts in that division. You could see, I mean, you very well could see yeah. that this year. You very well could see that there are going to be some points in the season where the game may rest on Ryan Tannehill's arm. And it's going to be do or die because, as we've alluded to earlier, with the weapons that are around him, when Julio and A.J. Brown, if he can't, you know, win some games by tossing that pigskin around the field then, yeah, I could see him having a really bad, you know, rest of the season and off season. Yeah, yeah if we're in that situation, it's, you better grab your rosary and say 32 Hail Marys. But they did, but they that, just signed him. They just signed him a couple years ago to like a three or four year deal, so. With the weapons he has now, you have to put up big boy numbers. It's time to. Yeah. They didn't go out. Put your big boy pants on. They didn't go out and get Julio to fuck around in the first round of the playoffs. Absolutely. No. And that's the thing is, I think. That kind of also lights a fire under Tannehill's ass because the organization really sent a message like, hey, we got you this weapon. You better fucking use it. I think that helps that A.J. Brown out a shitload too. Yeah. Having, Draws away the double yeah, teams. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, a little bit more. Corey Matthews on the other side of him was nothing. I mean, Corey Davis. Corey, Corey Davis, Davis, sorry. Easy yeah, boy Matthews. meets world. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Topanga, say less. Yeah. Girlhood crush. Girlhood crush. You were a girl as a child. Girl? Mm-hmm. What are you, a girl or something? <laughs> erotic, <laughs> erotic scenes. Yeah. Ian coming out on the podcast. So I think that'll pretty much wrap up this first ever Small Market Insecurities Roundtable. Ian, thanks for coming on. Do you have anything you want to tell the loyal listeners? Um, I appreciate you guys having me and uh, fucking go Browns. Woof, woof. Love it, love it. Stack I Nate, you got any final sentiments before we log off? Uh, you know, just looking forward to a great season. Come on, Pittsburgh. Just don't. Make us look bad. Maybe let's miss the playoffs. Let's get a good draft pick. Let's do that. Let's plan for the future. It's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Sky, what do you have to say to the loyal listeners? Just pay fucking attention this season. Because Baker and the Browns are about to rock out with their cocks out. Just make sure you're tuned in. I feel like a Browns fan a couple years ago asking for... Yeah, oh, how the turntables, motherfucker. Now you get (laughs) All that shit you used to give me for being a Browns fan. Hey, no, no, no. It's a karmic state of mind for for Stack I Nate. It is. So, yeah, for me, just, you know, my, I guess my last thing, I'm excited to watch Urban Meyer and the Jaguars and see how Trevor, Trevor Lawrence does this year. It'll be weird to walk into bars in Columbus, Ohio, and have the Jags game on, you know, much more often than they ever used to be. Yeah. 
especially with the Browns getting a lot more primetime games. The Bengals get a good amount of primetime games because of Joe Burrow. Everybody yeah. wants to watch Joey B. So, you know, some Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock slots will be open. Hopefully the Jags are on in those bars. Go in, have a beer, and watch see the boys play. Yeah, I went to uh, Urban Myers last weekend, and there was a big old Jacksonville flag hanging in there. <laughs> I was telling my buddy, I said, uh, we're probably going to see a lot of that this year du- in Duval. Columbus. Duval till we die, baby. Duval. So, for Sky, Ian, Nate, and myself, we appreciate you guys listening. Remember, small market insecurities. Fares well with booze. <laughs>